What's up, everybody? Welcome to Directly Yours Light, a Nintendo podcast. I am your host, Adam Renard, and I am going to talk to you today about, well, just about everything. Almost the entirety of January. Uh, I have recorded a couple of podcasts, and I just didn't like the way they turned out. I felt I rambled a little too much on the little wrong stuff. So today, I am going to catch up on January, and it has been a crazy weird month. So let's get into it and talk about the fact that at the very beginning of the month, we all waited, hoping Nintendo would release a Nintendo Direct, and we got a Nintendo Direct that was just about Pokemon. And and there was a lot of head scratching and a lot of people saying, well, what are they going to talk about? And... What we got was pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. It was pretty neat to see a Pokemon Mystery Dungeon game get announced. That is coming out in March. I mean, March 6th. So they announce it, and two months later, it's going to be released. Um, While Pokemon Mystery Dungeon is not really my thing, it's just neat for Pokemon fans and people who really like it to be able to get... Uh, that kind of turnaround, something to get excited about, something to get on board with, and something to do. Now, it is a remake of a game from 2006, and I personally am a little conflicted about that getting a, a you know $60 price tag, but they've done it with everything else. So if we keep paying for it, they will keep selling it at that price. Um, and Nintendo is a wonky company, so it, it's really tough to to say, no, I'm not going to pay the $60 if it's something that you actually want, because if you don't buy it, they'll go, oh, well, I guess this franchise is dead, and they won't do anything else with it. So if you are a big Pokemon fan and you are at all interested in this, man, I encourage you just get out there and and let them know. If not, then, you know, don't buy it. Um, Let's see, what else? Oh, the expansion pass. Yep, for the first time ever, Pokemon is getting DLC. And they are very, very interesting little sets. I, I, again, personally fall into a camp that I'm not a big Pokemon fan, but my son has been playing Pokemon Sword. And I told him, he saw it, he's like, Dad, can we get it? I said, if you finish the main game, because he's eight, uh, and, you know, like, I don't want to spend $30 on something if if he isn't going to enjoy it. And these expansions, they look neat. A lot of, lot of focus on the, the open world wild area um, where you can pick up Pokemon. And they're adding 200 Pokemon to these. They're through these things that even if you don't get the expansion, you can still get them. But just the fact that it's there is is a really cool thing. Thirty dollars, you get a little more Pokemon in the summer and a little more Pokemon in the fall. And so, if you're you're a Pokemon fan and you really like Sword and Shield, there it is, bingo. So it wasn't a real direct. It wasn't a direct that was general and all about everything Nintendo is doing this year, which is still shrouded in mystery. But it was a direct. Then the very next Tuesday, there is another announcement. We are getting a video package from Mr. Sakurai about who's next in Smash Brothers. And everybody started going crazy. And it was at like a Smash Direct. Except for people who don't love Smash. (laughs) So if you didn't love Smash and you didn't love Pokemon, it's kind of been a slow month. Um, But no, they get into it Tuesday. The Tuesday, they announce it. Thursday, they show it. Everybody sits patiently waiting. Who is the last fighter in the fighter's pass? And it's Byleth from Fire Emblem Three Houses. Now, as a Fire Emblem fan, I'm excited. I, I'm looking forward to playing it. They they joked and, and made a really funny crack at the idea that it's another sword fighter from Fire Emblem. 
so they actually expanded it, and he's also got a bow and arrow, and he's got the lance, and he's got the um, the axe, and so he's got multiple different weapons. Looks like a really cool, versatile character. That said, I totally understand why people who don't like Fire Emblem are upset about this. He's the eighth representative from the Fire Emblem series. And while there have been many, many Fire Emblem games that have now, since actually their Marth and Roy's inclusion in Melee, have become very popular, they also set a precedent with this Fighter's Pass. Uh, the, the expectation of third-party different characters was kind of set. And so when they announced Byleth, especially in the trolling fashion that Sakurai did, I understand why people were were frustrated about it. I personally just think they did it in the wrong order. I think if you had taken the same group of characters who were a great group of characters and just worked it differently and just maybe started with Joker or even Hero and then given people Joker and Byleth at the same time in like the E3 Direct like they did with Hero and Banjo, and then done Terry and then finished with Banjo, I think that people would have been ecstatic. Uh, it would have, they would have been so excited. And it just, it, not bad characters, just maybe not the best timing. So it is what it is. Fire Emblem fans, yay. Happy, you know, that we're getting this character. Now, they show off all this stuff. He's Like I said, he's a versatile character. He's got a couple of different weapons and does a couple of different things. And then they announce the next Fighter's Pass. And the next Fighter's Pass has six fighters. It's $5 more if you buy the Fighter's Pass. But it's got six more characters that they're going to be adding to Smash Brothers. That is an insane number of fighters. Now, I don't know. It, it, he, he said they're already picked. They've already been selected. Nintendo and he have already worked out the list of who it's going to be. So... That way, you know, people stay off of Twitter and quit begging for certain characters. But I'm really interested. I have enjoyed the Fighter's Pass. I have tried out every character but Terry. And I, I just, I don't use Ryu. I don't use Ken. I probably won't use Terry ever. Um, they're just not my cup of tea. But I've really liked Hero. I've really enjoyed playing as Joker. And I really liked what I tried from Banjo. And I will try Byleth. As I said, I really am a Fire Emblem fan. So... So, you know, Lucina is one of my favorite Nintendo characters ever. And I think that it's been successful. And in my mind, it's earned my attention for trying the next one. So I will probably be all in and go ahead and give them my $30 being ready for whatever they have to come. Um, the other interesting thing that came out of this was Cuphead as as a me fighter costume and i think that the approach to indie games has been very interesting in that they keep including these indie game costumes and they are like full costumes basically for me fighters so cuphead was one uh, and sans was one from undertale and i could totally see them continuing this trend with like hollow knight or you know some of the other the other characters that have been very popular as indie games on the Switch. So we'll see what happens. Uh, but I, I, for one, am very excited about what they've been doing with this. Now, that led us to the last Tuesday. And the last Tuesday, we were all hoping. And there was some, you know, scuttlebutt about there being maybe a General Direct now or there being a Animal Crossing Direct. 
And we all waited until Tuesday. And I, you know, there's a forum I follow called Reset Era. And everybody was just waiting to see if it would happen. And it did not. Nintendo has decided that they are holding their cards continuously to their chest. They, we will not be receiving at least from the look of it, any more news in January. And and I think it's okay. I mean, there is a ton of stuff coming. There was, uh, that week, there was a roadmap released of, of 21 games that are for sure coming to the system. Some of them great, some of them remasters, some of them just so-so. Um, but there is there is content coming, you know. Outer Wilds or not Outer Wilds, Outer Worlds is coming. Uh, Silk Song, the the sequel to Hollow Knight, is coming. Um, Animal Crossing is coming. We're getting the second Fighters Pass. We're getting. There's a lot of stuff coming to the Switch, and that wasn't everything. Um, so, you know, games are coming. Nintendo is just being very quiet, and I'm not sure why. I really feel like. It might be a mistake. I feel kind of like with the PS5 and the Xbox uh, Series X coming out this year that they probably should get ahead on their information because PlayStation and Xbox have not announced when they're unveiling anything. And my concern is that if Nintendo does a full direct and, and unleashes all of its information that's coming in the first week of February, and then at the end of the first week or during the second week, Sony decides to mimic what they did with the PS4 and show off the PlayStation 5 in February, the year it's coming out. <sighs> I feel like it will just suck the air out of all the stuff coming to the Switch. That anything that they're doing will get just overshadowed. But, lo and behold, we get our we get our 25 games or 21 games that they're making. And this is what it's going to be. We're, we're going to ride this train. And, I mean, there's potential that they could do it here the last week of January. But I don't really foresee that happening at least you know if you look at the the history of nintendo stuff it has been very rare if ever that they have done any of this uh announcements and unveilings at the end of the month it has typically come towards the beginning of a month so it looks like february is going to have to be um or you know heaven forbid it even go to march there will be people whose minds will just blow up but i think i feel like they got to talk about animal crossing soon and just what animal crossing looks like outside of its crafting system and yeah so we go and nothing really exciting happens um, except personally. Now, you, I don't know if you know my history, but I was a big advocate of Little Big Planet on the PlayStation 3. I enjoyed it. I used it in my classroom. I started an after-school club that went for a couple of years. Uh, we did a lot of really cool things, particularly around Little Big Planet. And last year, I got the opportunity to do uh, Nintendo Labo in the classroom, and that was cool, but not nearly as successful as my Little Big Planet run. And one of the things that I was able to do is have some students uh, interview somebody who worked on the game Tearaway at Media Molecule, the same group that made Little Big Planet. And his name was Rex Crawl, and he is a really super amazing guy. 
and just went out of his way and shared a lot of really cool information with my students. And I really am just internally indebted to how much of an effort he and the rest of that team at Media Molecule made. Um, and he recently released uh, under the label or studio Foam Swords a game called Knights and Bikes. And that game was a Kickstarter game. And when it was kickstarted, my wife and I were not in a position for me to just spend some money kickstarting a, uh, a video game. And so I didn't get to do it, but but it was always my intention to. And by the time I actually had some money that I could put into it, the Kickstarter was over. And so I waited until the game came out, and the game came out on the PS4, I believe it was last year. But at that point, the Switch had already come out, and my PlayStation 4 had just kind of gone by the wayside. It was the thing that I could just never, ever find time to put into. I just couldn't sit down in front of my TV and play. So I was patient, and I figured it was something I'm going to get to, and I was really just hoping it would come to the Nintendo Switch. Well, this Thursday, the day they usually announce big things, for me, uh, it was announced that, that um, oh gosh, I'm forgetting their name, Double Fine. Double Fine Games is publishing Foam Swords, Knights, and Bikes for the Nintendo Switch. Uh, you can pre-order it now. It's a digital title. I don't fully understand pre-ordering on a digital title, but you can pre-order it now. And it is, I think, 10% off. It's 17 instead of 20 or $17.99 instead of $19.99. And yeah, I I went ahead and did that and I am excited about this game. It looks it's a it's a Goonies style cooperative uh action RPG where you decorate your bike and ride around and you're fighting things and it just looks fun. And and honestly, Rex's style has always been fun and it you know, it's it's the same style that shows in Tearaway. Hello. The truck next to me is getting ready to leave. Um, and, and the medium molecule style. And I mean, it's just great. It's great stuff. So I, I'm excited for it. I, I'm all in on this one. And it brings me to one small little topic I want to talk about real quick. And that is the eShop. Man, oh man, I have not bought a lot of digital games recently. I was kind of sitting on that, that fence of, do I buy digitally or do I buy physically? And... I, I really was geared more toward the physical because I can't just buy a bunch of games to play a bunch of games. Then the Christmas sale happened on the eShop, and my son wanted Lego City Undercover, so I bought that for him. And lo and behold, Sayonara Wild Hearts is there. It's a game I've been watching. It's cheaper. Well, I'm going to pick that up because I had some some gift money that people had gotten me for Christmas, and... Uh, I picked that up, and then I look in Treasure Stack, a game that I was looking forward to and considering playing with my wife was there, and that was cheap, and so I picked that up, and then uh, I noticed the big one for me, which was Ori in the Blind Forest, which it is in my backlog. I am going to get to it. It just looks like it's right up my alley, uh, but I'm currently playing the DLC for uh, Rabbids, or Kingdom Battle, um, Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle, which is the Donkey Kong expansion. So as soon as I get done with that, I'm diving into Ori and the Blind Forest. I've already played some of Sayonara Wild Hearts, which is amazing. Treasure Stack is super fun. Uh, and and just, yeah. The the eShop, there's so many great digital games out there, folks. Like, I, I love my Nintendo first-party games and a, and a good portion of third-party games, but 
the the eShop just has so many amazing games. So don't sleep on it. Keep an eye on it. Uh, that said, that's pretty much most of January. And, you know, short of something crazy happening, that that's what I have. I have plenty still to talk about. But those are the big things that happened this month. I, I just enjoy being a Nintendo fan and they do so many cool things and so many silly things and so many crazy things. So folks, you know, get out there, play your Switch and uh, I will talk to you soon. Thanks so much. Bye.